Yes, people, it's your boy, Icy, never think twicey, aka, just trying to survive, aka, settings, aka, say it with your chest, aka, aka, it is what it is. <laughs> Big ups to everyone, I'm back, it's the No Passengers Podcast, season two, episode 11. Big ups to everyone that's been showing support. There's enough people I want to say shout-outs to, and I'm going to forget people. So, big up to everyone, yeah? I want to big up to all the UK listeners, all the Portuguese listeners, Luxembourg, France, Germany, all of you guys that are out there listening. Big up, US, big up all of you that have been showing love to the Known Passengers podcast. Um, I've been gone a while, but I'm back again, you know? Um, everything's good, family's good, health's okay, well, it's as good as it can be, you know, um, and everything's good. Um, I want to say a big shout out to all the top dog fathers out there, yeah, happy Father's Day, it was Father's Day um, last week, um, so I want to big up to all the, the man them that are doing doing what they're meant to be doing, you get what I'm trying to say, and it's not just a Father's Day thing, you know. It's not. We're not just gonna use Father's Day as the day to celebrate Father's Day because every day, you're a great father, and you know, and that's going to those guys that are, you know, good role models, positive role models in their children's and their missus' life, and you know, and and you know, is a stand-up guy, you know. Uh, big ups to all of you guys because you know, we get a lot of you know of the narrative of men are waste men, and you know. They're not good dads and stuff like that. And I get that. But let's secular little and remind ourselves that there are good dads out there that are, you know, really involved in their children's lives and, and, and really having a positive influence on them. So big up to all of you, man, whether you're a, a, a freshly new into it, dad, you know, been in the been in the game for ages, you know, with two, three kids and you're, you're, you're still there, you know. Flying the flag. Big up to all of you guys. Enough love. Um, and yeah, I'm always going to salute any man that's in their children's life and, and is having a positive impact in them and, you know, watching them develop, you know, watching the growth, you know, following their path and, and making sure they're on the right path, you know, and giving good wisdom and wise words to them and, and good influence on them also. So, Big up yourselves for that one, you get me? Because as I said before, that can easily, easily, easily just get put to one side and 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 everyone and everyone forget that. You see me? So yes, off of the last episode that was girl dramas, there was a two hundred pound give two hundred pound. I'm giving it away. There's a one hundred pound giveaway, and um. No one won it. No one won it. A couple people came very close to winning it. So what will happen when we get to, you know, episode number 20, it'll be a £200 giveaway, you know? So that money's going to keep going up. If no one wins it, that money will keep going up. So big ups to everyone that tried and had good attempts. Big ups to my sister as well, because my sister was very, very, very close. Um... And she tried cheat and say, oh, bro, just tell me. Like, she got basically the right, she got the right episodes, but in the wrong order. 
My sister's probably gonna think I'm taking liberties for that one, but nah, you know, we'll try again. Come episode 20 when it arrives. You dig what I'm saying? So we'll, we'll leave it there. But as I said, if you're new to this, um, as I said, please, 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 um, you know, go and show support, share, like, follow, subscribe. Um, no Passengers Podcast is on all platforms, Anchor, Spotify, Breakers, Pocket Cast, Radio Public. And they're all downloadable on Google Play and App Store. So you can go and get the thing. On any of those platforms there. Obviously my Insta is IC underscore settings. So if you, you check out my bio on Insta. You'll be able to find the link there. And you can get access to all the previous episodes. That I've previously done. And I'm sure it'll give you enough joke. And if anyone has any topics that you want me to talk about. Or to bring up within the next episodes moving forward. Feel free to do that as well. And more for having discussions and I'm all for you know I love the joke and thing but if there's something you want me to talk about or you have a dilemma or something like that I'm here for that too you see me okay so this episode is called just trying to survive funny enough that's my aka (laughs) so yeah this episode is called just trying to survive and what I mean by that is like I'm gonna tell you a couple things that you know You know, boy, it was survival mode for me, you know. And you might think of it as, oh, this guy, he's tapped. Well, half of the time I am. (laughs) Nah, jokes aside. um, Yeah, just a couple things that growing up that, you know, kind of gave man trauma, you know. (laughs) If you've ever listened to my first episode, Childhood in a Caribbean Household, This is one of those moments again, you know. Apologies to my sister because I'm going to bring you up in this, you know. Because, you know, he's slightly evil back then. (laughs) But one of the things that was a trauma to me, I remember, like, going to Jamaica for the first time. I think I went to Jamaica when I was, like, 10 years old or something like that. 10 or 9 years old or something like that. First time I went to Jamaica. I was so excited to go. And um, I went with my mum. Well, she's my aunt, but I call her mum. For those that don't know, my mum passed away um, when I was five days old. So, you know, for those that follow me will understand that. For those that don't, I'm just letting you know. So if you hear me say mum, I'm talking about my aunt, you know. So um, went to Jamaica with my aunt. Went with um, my sister. First time going to Jamaica, went Kingston. Had a great time there. A great time in Kingston, you know. It's tropical, like, do you know what I mean? Just to be out there. First time as a 10-year-old, you know. I used to get called General out there, you know. General, man, General. That's what, that's what, the, that's what the kids used to call me there because I was good at football. They see me come play football and everything and they gave me that nickname. Lovely, lovely kids. Like, everyone just gets on with everyone. A beautiful place, you know. Guinea, bad juice. You know, <laughs> Kool-Aid, all of them things there, you know, so loved it. So Mumsy decided, oh, we're going to go country. I said, okay, let's go country. Obviously, I've never been country before. So to me, it's just going from one place to another. So 
obviously I had family in the country and whatnot. Went there. Went there with my sister, Mumsy went there. When we arrived there, I felt like I was in the forest. Firstly, I felt like I was in the forest. There's there just green everywhere. You know, you had road, but there was green everywhere. Like, whole heap of green. Like, do you know what I mean? Trees and, you know, big, big, big trees. And it was just big. Loads of green. I felt like I was in the forest. Loads of sounds as well. Loads of sounds. Crickets. All kinds of sounds. I don't know what kind of insects or what kind of animal was out there. But it was calm. Obviously, it's an experience. So I went there. Oh, okay, cool. Got 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 to my family's location now. And um, you know, me and my sister start looking at each other like, wow, oh, this is a bit different. This because you have to remember Kingston's like the city. That's the city part, you know? So it's not it's not so tropical as it would be if you go out country. You dig what I'm saying? So gone there now. And cut long story short, I'm gonna just I'm just gonna break down the, the three factors when me, I saw I thought to myself, yeah, this is a problem. This is a problem. So the first one was obviously we we was getting you know shown around the place, and obviously I got family there and they'll show us around and they were like, oh yeah, this is the shower, and the shower was outside. So obviously, me and my sister, we're not accustomed to that. So, okay, showers outside. What? Never seen that before. What do you mean the showers outside? She's like, yeah, your beard, Hessa. This way, your beard. I was like, okay, all right, outside. Looking at my sister like, okay, we're bathing outside now. This is what we're doing. Okay. And then, we was eating dinner now. And, and I didn't really notice this until I was sitting down eating. I didn't notice you know, because in London, yeah, we have insects and stuff like that, you know, but not to the magnitude that I'm seeing right now. So, sitting at the table, we're all gathered around sitting at the table now and we're eating. But there's insects crawling across the table, like all kinds of insects. Insects I ain't seen before, just crawling across the table. And I'm looking at my family like, it's just to say, this ain't phasing none of them. I'm looking at my sister. My sister's looking at me like, what's this? Like, no one's phased. Like, insects just crawling on plates and just... There's food on the table, you know. You're just eating casually. I said, yeah, this is a problem. This, And I'm thinking this in my head, you know. I'm thinking, this is a problem. I can't eat now. Nah. I can't eat. So, <laughs> my sister went toilet... <laughs> I got a laugh, I got a laugh because she's gonna cuss me for this, but sorry, sis, I, I had to lay you in this one. <laughs> she went toilet. Obviously, the toilet's outside as well, so everything's outside. The shower's outside, the toilet's outside, everything's outside. So she's gone toilet. And you know, in Kunch, there's no, there's no, you can't flush the toilet in Kunch. You can't flush the toilet in it, so. There's a big dark hole. Like, it's a toilet seat, but under that toilet seat is a big dark hole. I don't know how deep that hole is, but all I know, there's a deep dark hole down there, yeah? There's no flush. You can't flush the toilet and wash it out. There's none of that business. You just, you do-do. 
you do do, yeah? If you don't know what do do means, for those that don't know what do do means, I mean poo, you take a shit, yeah? And then that's it. it you don't hear the landing, you don't hear if it's touch base, you, you don't hear no, there's no splash. There's <laughs> For fire. So yeah, my sister's gone to go toilet and now she's gone to sit on a seat. And I think a lizard's jumped out. <laughs> Bomber cloud, shoot the bonfire, man. So yeah, lizard's jumped out. She's she jumped out running like. She's like, nah, I'm not using that toilet. <laughs> and my sister's scared of lizard. She's scared of lizard. We had one guy in Kingston. One one boy in Kingston called Lizard Boy. And he used to catch all the lizards and, and decapitate their heads. No, it's not very nice. I'm animal cruelty, like not very good. But that's what they used to call him there, lizard boy. And he was like, lizards are fast, you know. You can't catch them; they're very fast. But he could catch them with his hands, you know. Everyone used to call him lizard boy. So my sister didn't like lizard from the get go. She wasn't on the lizard thing. She wasn't on it, you know. So she jumped out the toilet quick, ran out, said, "No, I'm not using that again." <laughs> But what made things, this is when I realised, even with my sister, she'll agree, this is when we realised we had to leave country. We had to go back to Kingston because country was too much. We had to go back to Kingston because after experience, this, experiencing this, I had to look at mums and say, mum, we got to go. So that evening, I don't even think we was there for that long, you know, probably Two, three days max, we probably stayed there. That's how we was meant to stay there longer than that. We ended up going much earlier than we was anticipating to go. Because, yeah, mum just looked at me and my sister said, nah, let me take them back to Kingston because they can't handle this lifestyle. So that evening, uh, must have been watching telly in the living room now. And the lights are off. Obviously, the telly's on. So, you know, telly projects light. So... Watching telly, and something just, I'm going to tell you, I want you to hear the sound, I hope you hear this, something just, that, that's what I heard, so me and my sister looking around like, what's that noise, next minute you have a conk again and a conk again, I'm thinking, what's that noise, I see some big thing, obviously, where it's, it's in the dark, Obviously, the television's on, but because the television, like, some, you just see some big thing fly past the telly. I'm thinking, what is that? Like, what is that? We turn on the light. Flying cockroach. Flying cockroach, you know. I've never seen a flying cockroach in my life. I've seen a cockroach. I've seen a cockroach, but I've never seen a flying cockroach. And not only these, you see these flying cockroaches. They've been going gym seven days a week. Real talk. These cockroaches have been going gym seven days a week. Yeah? When you lick them, you get something to lick them with. They're so strong back. Like, you know, normally if you like, Lick a fly, you squash it, it gone, it dead, you know. Wasp, lick it, it gone, it dead, you know. You, you see, when you lick a flying cockroach, it don't even touch the sides. You're not even affecting it, yeah. So when I saw that, I was like, wow, thing, big piece of flying cock, big thing, you know. I said, wow. 
I said, no, I've never seen nothing like this in my life. I was traumatised. I was traumatised. I couldn't believe it. I thought it was an alien. You have to remember, me as a 10-year-old, I've never seen nothing like that before. I've never seen nothing like that before. So I was in shock. So we all went to bed that night. And like, you know, me, my mum me, and my sister, we all slept in the same bed, yeah. We all slept in the same bed together. And um, I was in the middle. I was between both of them. Yeah, so all sleeping, all sleeping, snoring away, sleeping. And I feel something crawling up my neck. I feel something crawling up my neck now. I didn't open my eyes because I just, for some reason, I just thought my sister was trying to wind me up or whatever. So I thought my sister was, my sister was trying to tickle my neck or something like that. So I've just brushed my neck like whatever it is I felt on my neck, I've just brushed it off my neck. Only to wake up in the morning. What do you think's at the end of the bed? I'll have your little guess. What do you think's at the end of the best? End of the best, you know. End of the bed. Flying blood clot cockroach. That's what's at the end of the bed. You're probably thinking, why is the cockroach at the end of the bed? So basically, it was crawling up my neck. God knows, I was probably sleeping with my mouth open, knowing me, Yeah. Dribbling and all sorts. <laughs> well, they should know we are the sound killer. So, I've obviously flicked it with my hand and I must have damaged its wing or something like that because it couldn't fly. So, it was at the end of the bed. You see, when I woke up in the morning and I saw that, I said, Mum, we got to go. We can't stay here. we got to go. Because I don't think I can live any longer out here. I don't think I'm going to be able to survive. <laughs> Literally, I don't, I said that was it. Even my sister's like, yeah, I think it's time to go. I think I think we need to get back to Kingston. <laughs> I can't be out here much longer. And walking into that household as well, there was big massive webs above the door. So you saw big spiders. I ain't talking little tiny, tiny weeny spiders. I'm talking huge spiders just jamming at the top of the door. Like they could fall down. That's how close they was. I said, yeah. And I'm not a fan of spiders anyway. Like, I'm not arachnophobia, all that business there. I'm not a spider fan at all. So, yeah, Mumsy saw that and, you know, she had to signal. She had to signal the plane, you know. So, um, that was the Jamaican experience. <laughs> the first time I went to Jamaica. Kingston was lovely, though. But when I went country, it was like a new planet. <laughs> Another time, and I call this tra trauma as well, yeah? Again, I blame my sister for this. For those that live in the UK or that live in London, you know where Trafalgar Square is. Trafalgar Square is like an iconic place in London. Um, you know, very close to the West End, uh, West End area, Pic Piccadilly Circus. It's very close to those areas there. Um, very close to, you know, number 10 Downing Street. And, and places like that. But Trafalgar Square was known for its pigeons back in the day, yeah? So a lot of pigeons used to be at Trafalgar Square. Like, people used to go and feed pigeons there and there was thousands of pigeons there. Thousands, thousands. Like, people used to go there and just, you know, take pictures, obviously. Tourists take pictures there and whatnot. Still do, you know? But when I was young, remember, my sister's six years older than me, so I couldn't have been no older than... 
I don't know, nine, eight years old or something like that. I don't know, something like that. My sister was a teenager at that time. So we're, we're in Trafalgar Square and, you know, mm-hmm. as you know, there was dozens, there was dozens of um, pigeons there. So my sisters must have put some kind of pigeon food on me or something on my shoulder because... When I went into the middle of Trafalgar Square, I got attacked. There was just pigeons all over me. Like, I just got attacked, you know. So I'm very wary of people going near my neck. <laughs> you can't go... If, 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 I don't, if, you, if I don't know you and you're going near my neck, I'm very sceptical. Like, where are you going near my neck for? Don't go near... You see, I've got trauma from that. You know, any wings flying past me, like, it's a bit edgy. <laughs> a bit edgy. So, yeah, my sister was cool for that, you know, because, you know, like, I was a little child and that. Are you going to let your, your, your little brother go in there and get attacked up by pigeons like that? And I know you're laughing at it as well. <laughs> Liberties. Or as I would say, Labberties. <laughs> So yeah, I was definitely traumatised from that. And when I was in Jamaica as well, also, when I was in Jamaica, I was playing cricket with my mum. And I had she had the cricket ball and I had the cricket bat. And like, I used to say to my mum, oh, you can't bowl. You, you can't bowl, man. You can't bowl. You know, you're young, you're cocky. You think, ah, oh, they can't. They don't know sports. Not knowing that my mum was playing cricket as a child. You know, I should have known better. So she's like, you want me to give you a proper bowl? I was like, yeah, don't give me a proper bowl. Give me your best bowl. Give me your best shot. Yeah, I'll lick that cricket ball out of bound. Yeah. When she threw that cricket ball, and she, you remember she's an adult, yeah. She threw it with full force because I was running up my mouth. She said, yeah, you want, you want cricket ball. Yeah, you want lick. Okay, cool. She took her run up. Bowl, yeah. Fast, fast ball, yeah. Not no slow one, fast one. You see when that cricket ball bounce, yeah. If you've ever been licked by a cricket ball, Lord God. If you ever get licked by a cricket ball, it's painful, you know. Remember, I had no protection, you know. I had no cricket equipment on, yeah. I was there in my shorts and sandals, like it was nothing. When that ball come towards me and bounce, and li- you know where that ball, that ball licked me right in my left eye. <laughs> that cricket ball licked me right in my left eye. I was bawling. You know them silent cries? You know, <laughs> if you come from a Jamaican household, you know what I'm talking about. You see when you get licked sometimes, you see when you get that, the surprise lick where you could be sleeping in your bed and your dad or your mum catch fire and lick you with the belt and you're laying on your stomach and you get lick upon your your back it's like it takes your soul you don't even have the energy to cry you're just pure silence there's just silence before you cry it takes you like another 60 seconds to cry because you're in shock from the first slash you see when that cricket ball lick my left eye that's what it felt like i felt like my soul was taken my eye was bust up everything i was bawling 
No, my mum said, well, that's what you get. You want proper, you wanted a proper ball. You wanted proper cricket ball. I gave you full force. So why you ball for? <laughs> Cross, hangry, miserable. My mum's, my mum's cold, you know. She said, well, you, why you ball for? Huh? You think you're big man, you take big man shot? <laughs> I was balling. I was balling. I'm telling you. So that was another... Just trying to survive moment. Another one as well is um, Crime Watch UK. If you're from the UK, you know what Crime Watch UK UK is. And it used to come on. I think it still comes on now, but I'm not, I'm not too sure how often it comes on. I never really see it. But it used to come on like once a month. And um, they used to put like criminals up there, like people that are like the police are looking for. And trying to find and trying to identify, and they want the public's help in it. Like so, you'd see like efits of like pictures of criminals. And back when I was watching Crime Watch, back when I was young, efits were in black and white, so it wasn't even in color like how they do it now. So if you saw a picture of a criminal, it was like a it was like a drawing made that made made from pencil. You get what I'm trying to say? Like that's what it looked like. So, um, the guy, the presenter that does cry much, I used to dislike him because at, the every, at every episode and every, um, like, situation, he would always say at the end of the programme, um, like, good night, don't have nightmares. Who says that? Why would you say good night, don't have nightmares? Why would you say, why do you need to say that at the end? Like, I've just been watching for an hour criminals, you know, burglary, robbery, like, you know, attacking people, whatnot. And then you're going to say, good night and don't have nightmares. Come on. That's psychologically messing with my head. You know what I'm trying to say? So um, my sister used to, and she, she swears to this, she never used to do this, but I, I don't believe her. So I'd be sitting down, crying what you'd be on. And as soon as the e-fit came on her, television she would walk out of the living room and leave me there by myself i never understood that it just happened so every time there was an e-fit is the time she decided to leave the living room and leave me there by myself all the lights are off it's just telly so now i've got this e-fit staring at me and i'm shook (laughs) i'm shook i'm looking at this (laughs) e-fit The remote's not even near me. <laughs> I feel like I can't even move. <laughs> Them things used to shook me out, you know. Shook. Proper shook. I'll be all scared to go to my bedroom. Can I get down the corridor in time to get to my bedroom? And the lights are off in the corridor and it's dark. I'm thinking, oh my God, like, am I going to make it? <laughs> and if you all remember Candyman, the horror film, Candyman. When I was young, I used to believe that, you know. <laughs> Say Candyman three times in front of the mirror. Boy, your life gone. <laughs> if you're from the US, you sort of definitely know what Candyman's about. Hellraiser and them things there. Them things used to give me nightmares. <laughs> but you see me, I was a curious child. I think that was my problem. I was very curious. Even if something scared me, I was still curious about it. 
think I'm still like that now, to be honest. So, you know, I've probably got myself to partly blame for the, for the kind of episodes of trauma. So, you know, it is what it is. But yes, people, thanks for listening. It's your boy, Icy, never think twicey, a.k.a. just trying to survive. The episode's called Just Trying to Survive, a.k.a. Settings, a.k.a. A.K.E., you know. A.K.A. Say it with your chest. How about that? Big up everyone that's locked in, locked on. Um, it's episode 11, season 2. Back. If you want to know anything else about the podcast, DM me. As I said, IC underscore settings. You can catch that my Insta page. And yes, I'm happy to answer any questions. As I said, if you're new to this, please share, like, follow and subscribe on all platforms. Anchor, Spotify, Breakers, Pocket Cast, Radio Public. They're all download, downloadable on Google Play and App Store. Yeah, so big up yourselves. Episode 12 soon come. And yes, just enough love. Big up all the fathers again. As I said, big up to all the fathers. Big up your status. I'm going to give you lot your flowers. Yeah. Big ups, enough love, it's your boy and I'm out.